Hello, oh my lord, it's a special day here on 3 from the 7, Relics' weekly news podcast, because Karina and I are in the same room. I am Raf Kenny Sincotti, the associate editor of Relics Magazine, and I am joined by the bassist extraordinaire. Is this a Pink Floyd show? Because we are in the flesh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Karina Reichman in the same oh, room. Oh, Raf, it's too real. It's too real. I can't believe it. It's honestly shocking. Like, I can't believe I just watched you give that spiel. <laughs> Like, face to face. like I watched you say it. I, I didn't just hear it. The whole time. <laughs> I looked away and pictured a different reality. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is so amazing. Dude, Raph, literally, for those of you, this is so, it could not be more uh, unscripted. Raph literally just walked through the door of my little world's tiniest studio here in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we barely have said hello. We sat down. I handed her a mic, handed her a beer. Not going to lie to you. And uh, we just hit record because because fuck it. This and is how we do. We also have a we have a reservation. We do. Okay, I'm just making sure we're recording. Oh. For a second, I saw your laptop and I was like, "Whoa!" Did it not look right? Did no, it not look right? We're good. We're good. We're good. Oh. Looks good uh, to me. Looks good to me. But, yes. As I was saying, we have a reservation to make. Uh, we are going out to dinner, Raph and I. Exciting. That's right, everybody. It's been ages. Really, truly, yeah. as we all know been ages but like this is going to be great we're looking forward to it the the grand catch-up raft how does it feel being back on the east coast after so long it feels hot as hell it is so hot for those of you listening (laughs) it is god it's quite literally 100 degrees like and that's not a uh you know what do you call it my writer friend uh when you're uh exaggerating yes it's no exaggeration (laughs) it is quite literally 100 degrees outside it really is painful so yeah so i mean (laughs) i'm I'm hot stuff i I rolled into the city big old heat wave came with me um and it's weird coming from san francisco it's colder there than it is here sure but i'm glad to be here regardless and i'm glad to break bread with you i mean this is very exciting We're, we're gonna slam some oysters i hope i would imagine so I would imagine so. They are on the menu. We're going, for those of you uh, interested in our culinary adventures, and I'm allowed to say it so that you won't come and, and stalk us, because uh, <laughs> this this episode will be out, and we will be long gone from this restaurant. <laughs> but this is the famous Le Crocodile, which is across the street from the Brooklyn Bowl, owned by the same people as Chez Ma Tante mm. in Greenpoint. Very delicious. Very terrific. It's a brasserie style. It's Beautiful. fantastic. I highly recommend it if you are in the neighborhood. And uh, and it's for special occasions, Raph. And I consider this a very special oh my occasion. God. Yes. I'm insanely flattered. I wore my best Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. I dress like a scumbag. <laughs> I, I'm in flip-flops and a soggy dollar t-shirt. Yeah, from- I, I scoped out the place because I was like, if I wear like high tops, shorts, in a Hawaiian shirt? Am I going to be like looked at weird at this establishment? And it seems pretty chill. It seems like we can roll up like the rock stars that we meaning you are <laughs> and slam some oysters and have a great time. I think it's going to be great. And you know what? I, uh, you know, I'm not really into dress codes, Raph. I don't know if you know that about me. I don't really own anything that doesn't no say uh, I'm a scumbag. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I, I do. But you know, like here in New York, I think New York is so awesome because, you know, you see the most famous, most wealthy person walk into a restaurant in sweatpants mm-hmm. and like a shitty t-shirt. 
t-shirt and it's awesome. Like, you know, that's just great. And like, do you see that in LA? Probably, probably. But like New York's got it in spades, man. I think it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. And then by the time this kind of hits the airwaves or a few days after, you'll be headed up to the mountains of Pennsylvania. Karina's playing Peach this weekend. I'd be remiss not to bring it up. This is exciting. This is wildly exciting. And you know, Raph, in this very room, we have been rehearsing meticulously for our five o'clock set on the Grove stage. Beautiful. That is my uh, shameless plug for where I will be Friday night, uh, Friday afternoon, sun, sunset set, if you will. And uh, yeah, we are, we are grinding. We are getting after it. We are planning out our transitions, among other things. The set, I've been, uh, you know, like a mad scientist in here uh, trying to figure <laughs> out what to do. And it feels great. It's just amazing, you know. So uh, this room gets very, very hot. I can feel it as we speak. It's coming in. It's coming in. we have a window here. <laughs> this is the one room that has a window oh my in Lord. the whole place. So <laughs> and, and you've fully covered it. <laughs> sure have, baby. And it is entirely covered. <laughs> and it is covered in 60 LED hexagons covered in white faux fur because how else was I supposed to entertain myself during the pandemic? It's true. <laughs> this very room, Raph, since you let, I have logged so many hours mm-hmm. by myself and with my band in this room. Have you slept here? I no. Like, okay. No. I feel like you could. You could. You could go up there. There's a loft, ladies and gentlemen. I know this is just an auditory uh, experience for you, but if it was a visual one, let me tell you, you'd see Raph and I sitting very close to each other. <laughs> We're both uh, vaccinated. It's Okay. It's all good. It's all great. And there are uh, there's a loft upstairs, which I know you can't see it right now, Raph, but it, I dub it the Purple Palace because I put mm. a uh, a purple rug, purple beanbag, purple zabuton, whatever the fancy yoga little pillows wow. are. Anyway, it's it, you could absolutely sleep there. So. For those of you looking, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, this, is, this could be like a studio apartment. I mean, it doesn't have a sink or a bathroom or there, a kitchen. There's a sink and a bathroom down the hall. Mm. So it's here's, like a boarding house. Here's what I think would be really wise. You could pay for this mm-hmm. and pay for a gym membership. Yeah. And really just live a simple life. Just hit your local crunch gym, hit your local LA fitness. That's where you could be showering and you could be sleeping here. There's certainly no kitchen, but you know, you're saving so much money. You yeah, just eat, plate, uh, you know, oh, sure. We're crafty. I feel like I could live anywhere. Dollar know? pizza. You know, if oh you really Lord. had to, you could eat like dollar pizza for every meal, pay for this in a gym membership and just be skirting Skirt under Dude, the... I, <laughs> I think back of like my pre-pandemic days going into the Relics office every day and the amount of dollar pizza I used to eat. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. Like, I'm pretty sure most of it isn't digested, you know? It's in there somewhere. It's in there somewhere. And, like, I'm just, like, I think back on it. It's like, I was eating pizza, like, ten times a week. (laughs) Like, my plane was going down. (laughs) Like, the plane was going down. And I'm like, pizza's good. Pizza's great. But a dollar pizza every day? Dude, my tapeworm, man. My tapeworm was just eating it as well. No, sorry. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to make a tapeworm joke so early in the day. Uh... Totally, dude. I <laughs> ate a ton of dollar pizza in high school. There was one by our rehearsal space back then, which is on 38th and 8th Avenue, a very seedy part of town to be traveling to <laughs> as often as I was as a as a wee uh, whippersnapper, but definitely ate more dollar pizza than I like to admit as well. I've, uh, I've, I've phased out a little bit. Having said that, you'll definitely, you'll catch me eating plenty of Joe's pizza. Oh, yeah. Left and right, which is the spot. That's kind of my favorite slice in the city, pound for pound. Yeah, you know? like um, near uh, where like 
yeah, not to like drop where our friends live. Like near like where Connor lives. Sure, like, sure. There's one there. The whole, near the Whole Foods. Near the Whole Foods. <laughs> the one the one near here is on North Fifth and Bedford. There's yes, one North Fifth and Bedford. There's one on Fourteenth and Third Avenue, mm-hmm. which is great. And then the classic, the you know, the original is in the Greenwich Village on Father Demo Square, which is also known as Sixth Ave and Bleecker, just about. And uh that that's the the OG, the classic. Anyway, we're just letting people it's know. Not, this is really the New York culinary it's a, experience. It's a New York culinary uh, episode. I love it. I walked in and Karina was like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, I don't know. Being back in New York, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, you have the it stories. Works. Yeah, you have the stories. <laughs> you guys already know Raph is the one who comes up with the stories. I'm just here for uh, dramatic effect. Yeah, I just <laughs> sat in like an hour and a half of traffic. Oh. I'm just like, oh boy, this is why I oh. didn't want to live on Long Island. <laughs> it's tough, man. It, it is, is tough. tough. Oh, did you just come in from Strong Island? I did I'm in with oh. I'm crashing with my get, get some FaceTime with the mom get some FaceTime with the fam love that um, how's everybody people everybody's are right? great it's oh. you know my mom is thrilled as as a lot of mothers are as a lot of you know helicopter Long Island parents are <laughs> when their children are back from spending time on the West Coast and I haven't been back since January oh. which is crazy unbelievable um, so time flies but and like I said are. the heat is just like fucking unbearable dude like unbearable I, San Francisco is a nice, cool, like, 65. Dude. And I got off the plane, and I was just like, what? the whole, I got out of the plane, JFK, the Alaska Airlines Terminal. <laughs> How did I end up there? Ask the, ask the tower. <laughs> um, rolled out of the plane. It was, like, 85 degrees, pitch black outside. Smelt like seawater. Oh. Because I guess it was low tide. And then I called my mom, who was picking me up, and she was at the wrong terminal. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she back. She back. <laughs> <laughs> You brought the heat wave with you. You really did. That's a crazy, crazy, crazy thing. It's painful out there. I literally, I walked, uh, I walked a good 25 blocks yesterday, like the masochist that I am. And, uh, I, I had to go into a different store every like four ish blocks just to soak in some AC, you know? And like, and I was drinking like three huge essential waters (laughs) (laughs) and like would just go into another Dwayne Reed, pound it pour it on myself people are like yo is she all right ma'am you need to leave totally oh no once i got outside once i got outside having said that i'm afraid of nothing so it's Are you prepared to experience this heat on stage this weekend? Well, my mother, bless her heart, she's probably listening. Hi, Anne. She, uh, Hi, Anne. She keeps on telling me that the weather in Scranton will be 75 on Friday, which I'm like, and I hope you're right. Yeah. May, you know, from your lips to Jaws ears, may it happen. Because <laughs> I was really thinking, like, whoa. You like, might have to do shorts on stage. Oh, dude. never, never, never. I, I don't know, man. 100 <laughs> degrees? I mean, we have played in 100-degree heat on stage. I wore pants. It was painful. But, like, you know, you never... If, unless I was a drummer, like, my drummer gets a free pass, and he still won't do it. That's how committed to really? the vibe. Yeah, wow. totally. Drummers get a pass, in my opinion. Everybody else, come on now. What are we doing here? Like, you ever see Jimmy Page in shorts? I don't think so. I don't, I mean, we've talked about this before. I find <laughs> it strange. I find it an anthropological query that uh, it's just like, okay, so you... It's not rock and roll to wear shorts. <laughs> True. Uh, ever. <laughs> In the world. In the world. I mean, Bob Weir being the, ex- every new rule needs an exception, I guess. Of course. Um, or if you're like in Mexico, you can wear shorts. Maybe. Yes. Yes. When you did those like Caribbean dates, did you wear shorts? No. Oh my God. I don't think I did. Jesus. I don't think I did. Or maybe I did. I don't, well, 
Maybe I did. That was so Caribbean. You're right. You're totally right. But I don't know. There's something about it. I was imagining you just like beads in your hair. I (laughs) I know. I got my hair braided at the airport. Oh, my God. No. I don't know. There's something about it that just feels all wrong to me, Rob. You know? I I feel you. And that's all good. You suffer a little bit. Uh, You suffer for your art. You suffer for fashion, baby. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, I guess for women it's a little different because, you know, God willing, I'm not saying my legs are nice by any stretch, but they're probably nicer than like you know dude's legs like nobody needs to see that like yeah. what, are you trying to look at a dude's legs like, i don't want to see your calf tattoo yeah like right no dude your fraternity letters I, on your mid calf that i really don't need to see <laughs> tell you what i don't need to see is that <laughs> so you know maybe i could pull it off but i would be horrified if people were seeing me for the first time yeah, and they were right. just like looking at me in shorts being like la di da after this i'm gonna sip a mai tai and sit by the beach like i don't know it's like we're putting on a rock show yeah Put on a rock. Are you show. gonna hang around and like take in the festivities Friday I, night? Yes. I'm I'm not only doing that, but believe it or not, Raf, uh, we are sticking around for Saturday as well because the opportunity to see Oysterhead is just too appealing Beautiful. to me and the band. And uh, and we just scheduled a runner, by the way, to pick us up from the uh, the hotel mm-hmm. and to pick us up from the festival. Beautiful. 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. I think that's a decent that's stretch of time. Yeah. Right? Don't you think? Don't you think? I don't know. I'm uh, I'm very thrilled and shout out to my manager, Hillary, for dealing with all of this sort of lunacy because my God, it already makes my head spin. <laughs> the amount of advancing and just crazy ass stuff. You're big time to... now, dude. You're play, <laughs> playing Peach. She's got a manager. Oh, whoop dee doo. Whoop dee freaking you. Yeah, well, good for you. That's good for you, Katrina. It's all good, man. I'm very blessed. I, you know, it's a beautiful thing. The whole, the whole night, you know. Is this your first oyster head? Oh, yeah. It's exciting. It's very exciting. I cannot wait. Um, you know, and I'm really into the talking heads remaining light thing, you know, to see. Oh, with Turquoise? Well, yeah. Uh, yes. And Adrian Ballou and Jerry Harrison. That's awesome. Like, that's a huge deal to me on many levels. Hell so. yeah. And it's back to back. Like, we feel good about that. My band is delighted. Yeah. We will be chilling and... Uh, taking it all in on Saturday as well as yeah. post-set. You guys have those artist Friday. wristbands. Just, like, put them to good use. It's a good good point, you know? Yeah, that's what we said. I think it's going to be really <laughs> fun. And do you have weekend plans, Raph? I'm doing the Long Island thing, You're man. My chilling. my dear friend, uh, Michael, Michael B., I will say. I'll, Michael I'll, B. I won't, I won't give his full last name, but uh, his family has thrown a legendary 4th of July party oh, every baby. year for forever, for, like, decades. And then last year was the first year they didn't do it because of COVID. COVID, and then it's oh. coming back this year. But like, I know that sounds corny. We're like, I'm going to like a friend's family Fourth of July party, folks. Nothing corny. When about I say it. it is hundreds of people on the the Great South Bay of Long Island shooting off illegal fireworks <laughs> and with a full band, like a full like five piece keys, drums, guitar, plugged in band who I forced to play the Grateful Dead. <laughs> and they play Wave That Flag when they do the, the fireworks. Yeah, it's they do. awesome. So I'm very excited. Uh, I'm going to take my boyfriend there for the first time, so <gasps> he's very excited. Oh. Uh, and then I'm going to, you know, touch base with some Long Island friends. It's crazy. Like, I haven't, um, haven't been home since January, as we all know, and then also that was like second wave of COVID, so it's like a lot of those people in all of our lives, I mean, I'm sure the same thing with you at Peach, like, you're going to be touching base with people you haven't seen since the before 
four times. So you know? true. No, the threads, you know, you have to you have to get your threads together with these people that you know for years and whatnot mm-hmm. that you just haven't seen a hundred percent. I'm psyched for you, dude. This could yeah. be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. I'm very excited for like I'm having like a summer on Long Island. Yeah. Uh and then just really soaking in like the beauty of New York. Cause it is like my home. You of know, course. like New York is beautiful. I had like a moment I was like pissed off driving in traffic on my way here but then there's the moment of like you like go over that hill and you see like the entire Manhattan skyline you're just like god damn it it's beautiful it's like here. I do love it I love it so <laughs> it's much it's home remember when I was a little girl <laughs> and I would see that and be filled with wonder <laughs> I love it I love it it's pretty great it's super great I just spent the last two weekends out on Fire Island which is Yo. just off of Long Island as we know it is it's one of our barrier islands it as they say <laughs> and so I sat in Long Island uh, Sunday night traffic two weekends Beautiful. in a row. Felt great. <laughs> Felt amazing. It was terrific. Did you, like, did you do like the car ferry thing? No. I uh, you did like a passenger ferry. No, I, I just Uber to the to the dock and then take a ferry oh, by okay. my lonesome and uh, and then Uber home. And That's it's awesome. great. It's killer. It's it's not bad. Really were you, not. Were you with our dear friend Ricky? I was not. I well, the first weekend I was, and the second weekend just Ricky's mom and I chilled. <laughs> but Ricky was not present. I went That's over for an hour. She baked banana bread. We hung out. But uh, but my boyfriend Johnny rented a place for like three weeks. Killer. And so he's still out there. But I've been, you know. Pulling twelve-hour days in the studio uh, during the week, and you know, and he's just sipping a drink on the beach. Totally, you know, he's like I'm proud of you, babe. Yeah, he's like that old, uh, you know, work from wherever vibe. Uh, you know, he like goes to the laptop, crushes a few Dude, deals. I know the feeling. You know the feeling. Jump in the water, come back, crush some more deals. You know, toes in the water, ass in the sand. Doesn't even matter where you are. Doesn't even matter. Oh man, so that has been just delightful. I gotta get out there, man. Fire Island, like uh, my best friend from home my childhood best friend Alex is there right now oh. he's out in the pines living his life yes. and being fabulous as hell and I wish I could go and like soak in this amazement because I think I've only been to Fire Island like once when I was a kid it's so crazy. it's like I haven't gotten the full like get drunk nude <laughs> beach swim in the ocean insanity that fire island is i mean i feel like now's your time i think now's your time i know i need like an ambassador like you know like my friend alex sure. like, i need someone to like show me the way i'd gladly go with you i need peter frampton to <laughs> show me the way dude I need you. Uh, <laughs> day after day day after day did you know he wrote that and the other one in the same day no uh what's the other one uh, uh do do like you do no the like other I do one more one more um uh, we know it. We know it. Uh, oh, it's so embarrassing. Not, not do you do. Not that one? Not that one. The one with the talk box. The famous, famous, oh, uh, famous one that, like, kicks it all off, you know? I, have, I can hear it. I hear it in my head. Our listeners who are all, oh, you know, no, between the ages of 50 and 70 are all just no, shaking their heads. Now I just got to pull up Frampton comes oh, alive. But, but if you want the sound of, me. like, a Long Island 4th of July, it's pretty much all of it's Frampton pretty much comes alive. The name is escaping me. I hear the song in my head Hold so on, I'm, well. I'm pulling it up on my... Uh, it's Show Me the Way, and then there's... Uh, baby, I Love Your Way. Baby, I Love Your Ooh, Way. Baby, oh, I love your way. That's like everyone's parents slow dancing. Want to be with you <laughs> night and day. He wrote those two tunes in the same sitting. That's incredible. How fucked is that? 
That's he, awesome. I saw him, but pre-pandemic, just pre, and he he you know laid out the story about you know he actually wrote them both on a beach. Bless his heart. That's and awesome. uh, and he was like, you know, if I could only have a couple more days like that, you know, <laughs> like my man, you so rich off that day, yo, for real, like dog. Can you imagine? He's rich off that day, for real. Like and, Peter Frampton's gonna be okay. I mean, I know he's like been on a farewell tour for a while, but we've both seen him, and he's incredible. Totally, Holy shit. my God, we love it. We super love it. Oh, that's just inspiring. You sit down, you do that. You cash in. You make a lot of people happy. You, you're totally right. Everybody's slow dance song. Yeah. You've definitely been present at a wedding where <laughs> that shit has gone down. And it's like, this one's for all the parents out there. Like, uh, they just played Uptown Funk, and now they got to play one for the parents. Sure. You know? like, oh, this is just great. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever played around with one of those talk box things? Oh, have I ever. Really? Absolutely. How does it work? Are you, like, singing into it, or you're, like, blowing into it? You're, you put it in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah. And then as you're singing, it sort of emulates like the shape of your mouth, like almost like in a wah, 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 like manner. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I had one. I bought one in eighth grade at the Manny's going out of business sale. Manny's is an amazing. Actually, no, it's probably 10th grade because whatever. Anyway, somewhere around there, 10th grade, something like that. Uh, Manny's music store, which is on 48th Street, the legendary music row in R.I.P. Manhattan, which is now... Shambles. Just a bunch of Starbucks. Just a bunch of Starbucks. But back in my youth, Raph, I uh, I used to whip it up and down. Back in my youth five years ago. You know, about five years ago, I used to uh, whip it up and down the block and just, you know, I honestly... Were these the Razor scooter days? uh, Definitely, but I could not ride my scooter that far Mm. south from where I lived on the Upper West Side. So I would just, you know, take the subway uh, and just go, you know, hop and hop and hop into each one of these. But Manny's was kind of my home and my eighth grade punk band false arrest was pictured on the wall because they had like a wall of fame you know Mm -hmm. and we became friendly with the people who worked there as a gentleman named phil and a gentleman named carl bless them wherever they may be they're very instrumental to me early on i must say Mm -hmm. and they uh we signed a little black and white glossy they put us up next to um next to motley crew which was very deep for us at the time (laughs) And they were like, this is the only band under the age of 16 on the wall. And we were like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I bought a talk box there. And was it new or used? It was certainly not new. <laughs> I mean. Oh, wait, so it was used. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, there's no was, way. I feel like every time I've ever seen one of those, they're just like caked in like this like humidity <laughs> That's of someone's breath. Definitely true. I mean, listen, who knows? Whatever they did to the tube to sterilize it, it felt sterile. But not after I was done with it, let me tell you. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what I did with that thing. Uh, that's a story for another time. Uh, the talk box survived my teenage years, and uh, you know, it actually it uh, it it. I lost it in the divorce of my childhood uh, boyfriend. Uh, you really? Know. Well, yeah. It was with. It went. It went with him. I mean, I'll be your lawyer. I will... Uh, I don't need it back. I don't need I it mean, back. Yeah. After what that thing's been through, I think he should keep it. It's fine. No, he wanted to keep it. And I, you know, when we... I, it's so funny to say I lost a talk box in a breakup, but that's kind of hysterical and kind of cool. true. That's like your new uh, biography. Oh, I lost my talk box Car- in yeah, my breakup. Min, colon. With I my lost <laughs> my talk box in a breakup. Dot, dot, dot. It's in a better place now. The unfiltered story. Oh, dude, they're not ready for the unfiltered story. Oh. Um, um, but it went great, and uh, it, it provided a few years of, uh, of merriment, you know. Um, what's the Aerosmith song? 
you know, boom, 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 sweet emotion. There's a oh, good totally. sweet emotion intro. I used to rep the, uh, you know, the Bon Jovi, uh, you know, Tommy used to work on the, Tommy used to work on the docks. Wow, wow. Exactly. Our listeners are loving our amalgamations oh of God, old seriously. rock music. Everyone's just like, this is, this is awful. This is fantastic. <laughs> just like, like, exactly. Like, we're pretty modern, right? We're just like Peter Frampton. <laughs> Aerosmith. <laughs> Dude, I mean, story of my life growing up, I was just like, could not, like, people were just like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude, the Classic New York rock dolls. Radio, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, N- huh? Mm-hmm. What are you. That's pretty cool, though. You were into the about. New York Dolls when you were, like, young. That's oh, pretty cool. Among everything else, anachronistically, you know what I mean? Like, it was just all stuff that, you know, basically nobody my age could mm-hmm. hang with except for the few I sniffed out and, like, who were down with the same shit. And I'm sure you and I would have gotten on in that of way. Of course. You of know, course. so that's a beautiful thing. But, yes, now that I am uh, aging terribly, it feels good. Please. Please. <laughs> now, like, you know, my my peers are, are all older and whatever. It's, like, kind of, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you you get it. You know yeah. what I'm talking about when I say lead fucking Zeppelin. When I'm saying get the lead out. <laughs> get the lead out, dude. You get me now? All these kids my age are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, go fuck yourself. Sorry. <laughs> but wait, quick, quick pivot. I just Please. remembered I haven't seen you since you saw Trey at the freaking Beacon, dude. Oh. So give me, the, give me your, 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 uh, your review of the show. Just Let quick. me tell you, Raph. We, you know, we don't have to get into the weeds, but clearly you had a great time. I had a, a transcendent time not oh. to be one of those people, you know, everybody. The thing about, the thing about this music and this man and and you know the songs of our this lives man. you know everybody has their th- reasoning why they were the most touched by the fish songbook or you know this played at the exact right moment for them and the totally. stars aligned like and all of those things and i'm a thousand percent one of those people no <laughs> doubt and i have you know what i consider you know a crazy life story as as it relates to the band and of whatnot course. And without them, I don't know what I would be doing right now. I like to joke that I would probably be a paralegal, but that's just because it's <laughs> that, a... That's good work. That's It's good work <laughs> if you can get it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'd probably be making six figures and living a very stable life. It's all great. Um, You'd be bored to death. Bored to death. And just... Anyway, we all we don't need to get too metaphysical on what this all means to me, but when the lights went down on night one and he walked out and, you know, our city... Our heady city, you know, was standing and screaming for the guy, the myth, the legend, who came out. He sat the wrong way at first, you know, as uh, a joke. He did a bit. Yeah, he did a little <laughs> bit, and then he and then he turned it around. I mean, like, I think I blew my voice out right there. Like, really? I was screaming at the time. And, like, that's not, I'm not a screamer. I mean, I'm a screamer, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, it was magical. The music was amazing i thought and that is you know that's a tall order you know i've never seen trey acoustic believe it or not and uh it was awesome and just you know like i kept on saying these are these are the songs of our lives you know it's like really just true you know and it's uh it sounds corny but 
they are. And it was just the sing-along of the century. Yeah, so how was the crowd? Because, like, I feel like the videos I saw were obviously, like, shaky cell phone videos. And yeah. it seemed like everybody was, like, singing along, which in the moment was cool, right? I just want to make sure, like, it wasn't like someone was, like, screaming in your ear the whole time. I'll tell you, night one, certainly, like, I mean, I, I, I to be honest, I was screaming every song at the top of my lungs. So I have no <laughs> idea. I No restraint. Karina no was clue. that guy. I was that guy 100%. <laughs> and uh, unabashedly so. So, you know, there was definitely that element to it in my estimation especially on night one it was it was rather well behaved i would cool. say people definitely you know it's you're hearing these songs for the first yeah. time and you're probably used to settings in which it's much uh, rowdier mm-hmm. you know and i don't know if you know ralph but night two there was sort of this whole shushing bit that developed where the crowd was going shh and the shushing, in my estimation, was more annoying than whatever talking was going on. Oh, boy. And then it just became a kind of ubiquitous shh sound. Oh, my God. And that was a little bit unfortunate. But Trey, bless his heart, took it and went with it and went into steam mm. and utilized it to his advantage. Cool. And then in You Enjoy Myself for the Boy, Man, God shit portion, he went, Boy, Man, God, shh. Shit. Uh, and everybody was like, oh, he's a genius. That's sick. <laughs> you know, and he, you know, he, he made a few allusions to, uh, you know, audience and musician jamming together, uh, you know, impromptu killer, style. Dude. So it was, it was great, in fact. So I would say overall, just because of like, you know, I... I will go on record right now. I, shushing cannot become a thing. No. Like, God fucking help us. You know what Seriously. I mean? Seriously. Like, that was not dope. I would not recommend going to see Trey Solo Acoustic and bringing that out. It's kind of, I would call it a slight bit, like, I know it comes from a good place, theoretically, when you're trying to shush the talker, mm-hmm. but honestly, the talker is probably less annoying than this horrible, <laughs> yeah. like, shh sound. It just, like, sucks, you know? Totally. But he made the best of it. It was all good. It was all love. The music was amazing. The string section, incredible. Our boy Jeff Tansky, Tansk side, dude. <laughs> I was Tansk side both, both nights. Really dude, enjoyed he's it. really in the mix now, huh? Dude, I mean, Mr. he was before this, but this is really the the appearance at SPAC back to back with the appearance at the Beacon. It seems like Tansky is, uh, we should get used to this guy. I think you should. And, you know, Trey made many allusions to the, that fact as well. And he was just like, you know, Jeff and I kept each other completely sane during this pandemic. And, you know, the two of us would just, you know, we called each other up and just, we would be, we were like, do you want to play music? And mm-hmm. the other was like, hell yeah. And they, they kept each other sustained in that way, which resonates with me big time. Cause if I hadn't had a couple people to play with, like Jesus, I mean, it's, in- it's really intense yeah. in those, in those dark months there where you really couldn't do anything. Like if you, if Trey had like one guy and it was Tansky, that's beautiful. And it, it sh- is, and it shows, it really shows. And Tansky, man, like he was doing like left hand bass for like, uh, for sand, and for, uh, you know, uh, first tube, you know, that's so killer. like, see, that's why we got to go to another, more shows together. Cause I feel like you turning to me and being like, he's doing left hand bass. I'd be like, no way. <laughs> You'd be like, dude. dude, that's so nerdy. <laughs> that's lit. <laughs> I know. It was fantastic. Honestly, like so emotional and so crazy. And, uh, and actually quite a few people around, I mean, and I'm not like, forget, forget just the general scope of this. Cause it's not, you know. I don't need to talk about it in these ways, but I got stopped a lot. And a lot of people were like, we listen to the podcast no every way. week. Tons, tons, That's tons, killer, tons. Dude. So I only mentioned that because it's 
you yeah. and me and our thing that we do together. Totally. So for those That's of you awesome. who told me that they are avid listeners at the Beacon, thank you for listening and thank you for being so dope. We love cool. it. What, what better place to stop than there? Yeah. Huh? Awesome. Karina, I mean, I'm fucking thrilled to be in a room with you. Oh. I mean, the the welcome wagon has been rolled out, and I feel sufficiently welcomed back into New York. Karina had a frosty brew waiting for me. A single beer. A, a single beer, There's sorry. There's no refrigerator here. It was just sitting on a ledge. And I walked like, I down the street. You. I, I walked down the street with it without a bag, and I just held it in my hand, and everybody looked at me like, uh, and I'm like, yeah, what? And that's know. love. And yeah. that's love. I got you. I got you. I'm super stoked to be here. I'm super stoked that you had a great time at the Beacon. I'm super stoked that summer has arrived in New York City in flames, mind you. Um, and I'm excited for all things in the future of Jam Karina. Good fucking luck at Peach. It's going to be sick. Thank you, dude. I'm going to bring it in your honor. I'm going to. I'm calling it the Raph set. It's going to go down in Yo. history as the Raph set. Sick. You should have the, spe- the set spell Raphael. Oh, shit. I got to write some more songs with Fs, yeah. dude. Too many Fs. <laughs> too only, many Ls. only two. <laughs> I know. Well, it's more, it's more than I have. That's <laughs> true. I'll give you that one. Uh, subscribe to Relics Magazine, relics.com slash subscribe uh three from the seven is brought to you by relics media group our producer is will schwerd uh karina as always i will toss the frisbee over to you um and just wish everybody a good week everybody i wish you a good week and i really hope everybody's well raf it's magical to be in the same room together raf and i are going to go break bread um off air together and we're going to discuss all the uh you know salacious details of our lives that we couldn't (laughs) say on uh, the podcast so your loss and um, just kidding that's you know it's it's for the best it it is your loss but it is for the best (laughs) cheers everybody much much love if you're in uh new york city man try to stay cool and if you're in somewhere even hotter than here which i'm sure plenty of the country is oh man i really uh I feel for you now. You know what I mean? This heat wave shows me that like Arizona and places like that, New Mexico, I don't even know. Like, God, it must be so hot. So stay hydrated. Be good to yourselves. Be good to others. And uh, we'll see you next week. Beautiful. Bye.